You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, we got to get going. Last stuff to get done in the next uh, hour of radio here. Dr. D. Filippo's got her filthy pirate coffee and her uh, lemon cookies I made last oh week. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this cookie is out of this world. <laughs> you know, I was so hungry. I didn't get a chance to eat yesterday, right? So I'm driving down here. I'm driving in Manaho. I'm passing that Carl's Jr. And I went, oh, maybe I should just stop in there real fast. And I'm listening to you. And all of a sudden you said, and I have lemon cookie for Dr. D. I'm like, yes, I'm going to yeah, hold on. There. Yeah, you'll save you from the gastric distress of eating at Carl's Jr. I've got to tell you, too, <laughs> to the listeners, I, I believe you put the cookies on Facebook. Yeah, last okay. week. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. These cookies are out of this world. Okay. It's the, uh, what are they? They're the uh, chewy something lemon cookies. Very yeah, easy. They're gooey. I love gooey cookies. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. Right. So, okay, we, uh, we got a lot of lot of bits and ends as we yeah, like to it's say. A, it's a very unique board meeting, and it's going on today. Yes. Okay. So we're going to open with today's theme, and we're actually going to focus on the aspect of hypocrisy. Now we're getting to hypocrisy. Yeah, hypocrisy. We, we, we put okay. the hip in hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, we put the Chrissy in hypocrisy. And I'm going to refer I to. I do a, declare I don't like these words with the Greek origin. Yes, I'm going to refer to a a, a quote in 1763 from Voltaire, and it's in dialogue, and it's from Le Chapon et la Poulard. Wow. Okay. All right. This is perfect for Mardi Gras. Shock Jock Radio. Shock yeah. Jock Radio. Yeah. Thank you, Laura Conover. Je, je ne parle pas bien français et perroir. Okay. Wow. Per bon. Okay. In, uh, yeah. The only word I know in French. Incroyable. <laughs> I'll teach you another one. <laughs> Just say bon. <laughs> bon, mean good. Where's that little zing? Okay. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's foreign language. Okay. All right. Here's the quote. I think it means death. But anyway, keep going. Men use thought only as authority for their injustice and employ speech only to conceal their thoughts. And I am going to dedicate this Voltaire to... Voltaire gets a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our little boy Voltaire. <laughs> I, 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 it, it pains me. It just pains me to say Governor Katie Hobbs. So that's the only time you're going to hear me say it, okay, because I'm going to call her Katie, 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 okay? <laughs> now... I want you to think of that quote. Men use thought only as authority for their injustice and employ speech only to conceal their thoughts. Sorry, but woke culture didn't exist back in 1763. So I don't know if you're aware of what Katie Hobbs did. She recalled 19 projects that Ducey put through in the last three days of his reign. Okay. Under, they were funded with COVID funds. And she said, I'm calling these back because the procurement was not an open bidding process. Therefore, these contracts were awarded illegally, right? 19 and 68, and they received letters. I saw the letter. The letters were dated February 14th, et cetera. Here's my question. Didn't Pima County do the exact same thing? Because if Katie Hobbs is saying these contracts were awarded illegally because they weren't out for open bidding process, Look at what we did with all the COVID money here. Oh, of course. Right? So, Katie, 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 but I'm going to call you this, out. This is that same uh, 
Hypocrisy. Well, there's that, you know, uh, Huckleberry, this is the same clause he used in the procurement code oh, for uh, Worldview, the, right? The emergency procurement? Yes. Yeah. Uh, as the same thing as a flood coming down the Santa Cruz to destroy Pima County, it's the same for getting into bed with this loser balloon company. I love it when Huckleberry said, I mean, this is the epitome of corruption and violence and hypocrisy when he said, we're going to give this contract to this XYZ company because they've been working on it for the past six months free. Are you kidding me? Anybody who knows Title 11 knows that that is illegal. Matt, where are you going to say? The only legit emergency procurement was when they blew up their own building. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do declare that was a little bit of an accident. So, uh, you know, yeah, and I want to stop and no think No hydrogen's being used as part of this project. <laughs> stop and think about this. Remember Steve asked the other meeting, how much money has been awarded to Catholic Community Services for all of this humanitarian aid? Did you see a bid go out for that? No. Nope. <laughs> Did you see any bids go out for any of that? Nope. Is the, what's the threshold for bid? 10000 Well, it, you know, it's a, yeah, it's called a micro-purchase, anything under. You can, right, uh, as well as direct select. Remember, that's the other caveat that, and we're going to see that a little bit later today. A direct select. That is the way in which they say, oh, you know, this is when they got their, I'm just going to call it out as it is, when they got their buddies who they want to get a contract. They just say, oh, direct select. It's either, you know, they have the best qualifications or, as Chuck said, we've been working with them for the past six months. They haven't been paid. Are you kidding me? Do you know how illegal? Their loyalty to this county to work yeah. with no money. Yeah. No money at all. And I didn't promise them a war. I a dime. Yeah. A dime I do declare. So what I want to say is, Katie, 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 watch what you do. Because when you set the stage at the state level, it transcends to county government because county, county is a component of state, unlike cities and towns. Remember. So I was saying uh, the Hank Stevenson piece that Katie fired the entire uh, Arizona-Mexico <laughs> commission. That is true. I just went on their page to their board of directors, all 26. It just has her face and her name as the board of directors for the Arizona-Mexico commission. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I'm going to talk to my friend Rahina and we'll put some real people on there. Uh -huh. That's what I'm thinking. So I want to hear from all the boys down in Nogales, Arizona, who just got booted off that commission. <laughs> Correct. It, okay. it feels like when the pre-takeover from the pond or vice versa in Mexico, they clear everyone out because <laughs> you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong thing. I think yeah. we just. I think that's what we got going on. But here. that, of course, was not a partisan political maneuver, like she's accusing the. Arizona Senate of doing correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not at all. Not at hypocrisy, all. hypocrisy again. Voltaire, here we go. Here we go. All right, Voltaire. we got to go to break. Okay. When we come back, we're going to get into the county update on homelessness that includes the magic panhandling signs. Oh yes. But there's something in the panhandling sign stories that they're missing, and it has to do with a certain elected official who secretes ungodly amounts of perspiration out of his armpits. <laughs> You're on the Wake Up Tucson show, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. By request, a little Preservation Hall jazz band. ESQ here. We've got a four-pack of clubhouse admission tickets to uh, Rito Park Racetrack. You can use them anytime during the winter meet. Give us a call at 520-790-2040-520. Uh, 520-790-2040 if you'd like to go to the races. Thanks for Dr. D for bringing those in, the passes. We appreciate it. She's eating her lemon cookies.
And I think that, I think Lucky Lupe might be running this weekend. And my little filly is going to probably run the weekend after. You is ready. You's ready. Lucky Lupe better pull his fat out of the, pull fat out of the fire after Lucky that debut. Uh, he got, he got, he got held back at the gates. Nothing you could do when that happens. All right. So, uh, just a beautiful, that last song we played for Mardi Gras was yes. called The Hucklebuck. <laughs> So perfect. Okay, I'm going to let that go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So um, agenda 11 and 17, the county update on homelessness. Yes. And uh, so we're going to have 34 panhandling signs. 32. 32. 32. It's 32 intersections. Okay. Okay, and it's beginning the week of February 20th. Yes, yeah, so what, what happened is Jan Lesher put out a memo. It's dated February 7th, 2023. Oh, not the 22, 23, okay. And it's dealing with panhandling, lighting permits, and this new thing called a strategic blueprint. So let's talk about the panhandling for a minute. Yes. Okay, it says that they, no panhandling signs are going to be posted at 32 intersections beginning the week of February 20th. Now, student D. Simone. Yes. yes here's ma'am. the question. Yes. Isn't it already a violation panhandling an intersection it's very true so uh our friend supervisor miller pushed this hard and they got the vote done yes. to make it illegal to panhandle it's on dangerous it's dangerous so when i see this story by shelby slaughter on kold and we have rex quoted as in terms of not wanting a human presence on those medians there's a concern for their safety but also pedestrians and motorists unquote yes okay um, it's illegal. It's already illegal. So, so Napier, Mr. Na- Mr. Napier, Nanos, please do your job. For some reason, Nanos does not want their guys. I'm assume, I assume Adelita has her foot on his crotch on this one. <laughs> okay. And uh, doesn't want to enforce this for whatever reason. But he's, it's, he's soft pedaling. Literally he's within three weeks of him taking office, the panha- all the panhandlers are on the medians. Well, this is the same guy who used the visual representation of the Pima County Sheriff's Department shirt. That's true. To In those ads, you know what I mean? To okay, uh, help, so Nanos race, race, do, help racist Katie over yeah, the line. Yeah, Nanos, do your job, do your job. Okay. Yeah. The next issue was the lighting permits. This is interesting. There's going to be a program that's available to businesses called Dusk to Dawn. And you can get these lighting permits. And it's available through the TEP website. I think the county might end up having some kind of a link, but right now you go through the TEP website. It's supposedly, and I say supposedly, supposed to be, uh, you know, to put an advantage to businesses, let's say safety, protection, et cetera. It's the Dust to Dawn program. So if any businesses are interested in applying for a lighting permit, go to the TEP website. Okay. Now here's the, here's the piece de resistance. Oh, okay, more oh, French. My, my little French today. Okay, all right. We are going to have the the county in the in the uh, city of Tucson, and this is going to be um, a steering committee of staff who are going to work together. So it's the county and the city of Tucson, and their job will be to develop a blueprint on how to deal with homelessness, resources available, et cetera. And then they're going to be sharing it with the Board of Supervisors. Now, what's really interesting about this, and you notice it's only staff, okay? What's interesting about this, though, is that when you go further in the agenda, on Agenda 17, 
There's an item on there called Interagency Resource Coordinator. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a position funded by Pima County and the city of Tucson. It's going to be split funded 50-50. It's probably going to be a pretty good paying job, at least eighty-five grand a year. The, the position would be a, a city of Tucson employee, but somehow miraculously it's going to report to both the city of Tucson manager Ortega and Pima County County Administrator Jan Lesher. So what this person's job is going to be doing is to basically take a look at all the resources that are out there. And this is what I love. It's the word unsheltered individuals. Now, excuse me. City of Tucson and Pima County, whether it's the city manager's office or Jan Lesher, please give us a firm definition of what unsheltered means. Right. Okay? Because you you see what I'm getting at in here, okay? Correct. It's another one of these slippery slope ways to go in and take county city funding and apply it to things that we normally would not be allowed I was looking through the uh, this group, the Tucson Pima Coalition to End Homelessness People, uh-huh. and I forgot that City of Tucson, thank Jesus, we we're paying someone, got to be paying her 90 to 100 Gs to be the housing first director. Yes. I mean, come on. I think probably more. <laughs> okay. Yes. So this is going to be a really, so what, what we're going to see now is this coordinator funded position, and, and I will tell you. One of the things that I've done, I sent an email to Dan Sullivan and Workforce Development because you know I'm the chair of the Pima County Affordable Housing Commission. Get your little, okay. No, sorry. (laughs) I know affordable housing inside and out. One of the things that I would like to be offered to this commission, I want them to come in and do an overview of all of the programs that we have at the county that somehow have the word homelessness in the title or in the description i want to see how many programs because when we're talking about homelessness and we're talking about resources oftentimes we're all you know 99.9 percent of the time we're talking about housing whether it's lease rental occupy owner occupy whatever it might be right and so i want to see i'd love to see a list of all the programs all the jobs all the money all the grants that are spent on this homelessness, and then I'm going to add in that other word, unsheltered. I, I think the amount of money you're going to see is going to be like... It's well, astronomical. Yeah, like like a, like a fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll tell you why this is important, because every year when they do the budget, remember, Adelita, we need more money for affordable housing, and they took $5 million out of the general budget. Well, you know what? And I'm not saying that that's good, bad, right, wrong, whatever it is. But what you want to do is you want to be able to leverage that $5 million or whatever that amount is. Right. So you're going to take a look at how do we leverage this with all of the resources that are existing and that are being expended in the city and the county. When I read this, this really looks like um, they, they, they know uh, they got to play both sides of the street here, yeah. right? Because they're, they're working with the Tucson crime-free people. Yes. And this is the soft, gooey thing that they need to do to make Adelita feel better. Well, and not only this, this is a mechanism by which you can slide in things that you can't get done otherwise. Uh, we have a quote before we go to break from listener Robert. It's from, uh, he said it's from Dan Bongino. Quote, it's not the hypocrisy, it's the hierarchy. 
Amen, amen. <laughs> ding dong. Put that little ding dong. Where's Dean Wormer? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that doesn't get a 0.0. 0. That's not get a 0. Oh, 0. That's coming up. <laughs> so I know when we come back, we got to get to... Um, we're going to do a couple of these very quickly. Okay, let's get one. We got another. We got a minute. Okay, then we're well, gonna, we'll save Doctor Cullen for right after the break. Yeah, Agenda Fifteen, and I just these are things that are on the agenda that people should just be aware of. Hobbs is creating a, a bipartisan election task force, and Pima County, through the Election Integrity uh, Committee, has you I believe unanimously voted to put forth Brian Bickle, who's oh. chair of the Election Integrity Committee. Yeah. As the um, Pima County representative to Hobbs Commission. So I want you to be aware of that Brian Bickle is now going to be put up to be our, meaning Pima County, election integrity individual representative. Former, representative. former head of the Pima Democrat Party. Yes. He used so. to sit in the back of the room. Remember in the board meetings? Yes. Uh, I remember. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go to break. When we come back... Uh, Dr. Cullen coming off her stellar performance at the uh, committee up in Phoenix. Did she resign? Did she not resign? And then there's a bunch of letters from people who don't want her to come back, it sounds like. No, oh, no. Oh, it's the other way around. The other way around. Oh, you, that's well, right. And we're going to be talking about that. That's a really interesting point you're going to see. All right. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. Who knew I would say the phrases stiletto consulting today either? <laughs> I, I think it's appropriate. <laughs> ESQ here. We've got another uh, four-pack of tickets to the clubhouse at Rito Park Racetrack. Anytime during the winter meet, four tickets if you'd like to go. Give me a call, 520-790-2040, 520-790-2040. Be my first caller. You'll be going to the races. Me and Mrs. D were there on uh, Saturday, and it was just beautiful. Yeah, it was a, it was a gorgeous day, gorgeous. We were gorgeous. sitting out there. It was just yeah. having the a beer. The weather was pr – the horses were loving it. Oh. It was good stuff. Hey, welcome back. That's Joanne D. Dr. D. Filippo. I'm Christopher D. Simone. And unlike Don Lemon, I feel that women, no women are past their prime, uh, no matter what their age is. So shame on, shame on, <laughs> Mr. Lemon. Shame on, Mr. Lemon. You know, you know what those, you know what's great about those lines about Don Lemon? It's all from his ego. Oh yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, I thought I was a know-it-all. He makes me look like a, you know, a Benedictine monk. But I love the excuses that they give. Oh, he had a day planned to take off. No, the boy was sent out to left field. Oh, okay? the, new, the new one is he's going through formal training now. Yeah, yeah. So this is what Bill just sent us. So thank Jesus. <laughs> All right, we got to get going here. Uh, Dr. Cullen, we just talked about her oh, recently. Yeah. Uh, basically how uh, this loser named Will Humble, former health director, said, uh, we're to a day where talent and qualifications don't mean anything, and that's a horrible day. Yes. Right? Actions now, mean nothing to Will Hummel. Yeah. Now, this is addendum item two, okay? Yeah. And it's actually titled the update on the Pima County Health Director. So here's, here's a couple things to look at. And Christy put this on the agenda. Okay. And he's right to do this. Did Cullen resign? Right. <laughs> Did she, I mean, before, before you do anything, you have to ask, did she resign? Because if she did, and, 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 you know, Jan, you and Kathy Bolin are the two that can answer this. What's Kathy Bolin, Kathy Bolin is a director of human resources. Okay. okay. Did Cullen resign? If the answer is no, then, ooh. Let's ask ourselves, she was going to get a job up at the state and didn't resign from here. If the answer is yes, 
she resigned. Then what I'm going to do, this is where I support, this is really interesting factor. This is where you see Supervisor Christie and actually Supervisor Scott following the same trend. And by that I mean this. Supervisor Scott, you'll notice in the meetings, he is adamant about following process. And I want to I, I want to speak to him about that because you're right. You do need to follow process. If you have a process in place, you follow it. So thank you, Supervisor Scott, for always bringing that up. In today's instance, I want to thank both Supervisor Christie and hopefully Supervisor Scott because both of them should be saying, what is the process, the formal process that we use when somebody resigns? Remember, they said she resigned so that she could go up there. Now... What's really interesting about this is in the agenda item uh, attached on a link and there's two separate folders of letters to from uh, comment letters. Right. It's 24 pages of support letters. But you know what's really interesting? And I happen to know this because somebody actually gave me a copy of it. And there is an individual who wrote in and said, I object to this. But the letter is nowhere to be found in the package. Okay? No. Nowhere to be found whatsoever. And the funny thing is, I do know some of the people who wrote these support letters. Oh, my goodness. If I tell you what they did at one of the universities, you'd die laughing. Okay. So, uh, Bill Beard just sent me a letter, that email that he sent to the... Oh, or soups as a part of this. Okay, and I got to say, Bill's was not the letter that I received. All right, so Bill, okay. I don't know when you sent this. You can text me. You're listening now. When did you send it? Uh, was it in time to be in the packet when well, it went out last this week? This other letter was in time to be in the packet. Okay. okay. Bill, people might not have realized that, you know, Monday being a holiday yesterday. I Did the county work yesterday? Probably not. No. Okay. I don't think so. All right. So let's go into this. You know, we're talking about this whole issue of process, et cetera. Now, what I want to bring up is I'm going to, student D. Simone. Yes, ma'am. Okay. What were the responses that Cullen gave to the committee when they were questioning her about her nomination? Like, who did she say was responsible for the actions that she took? I would say Huckleberry. Yes. Okay. You are absolutely correct. I'm going to give you an A on oh that answer. Oh, my Lord. And, and that's just because I gave her cookies. <laughs> and and she, made, <laughs> she made mention of the fact that, you know, but I was just doing my job based on what they told me to do, right? Except there's a major problem here. Remember, I was just following orders. doesn't work anymore. Yeah. It, you go back and you take a look at every single memo that went before the Board of Supervisors, whether it had a cover letter from Jan or a cover letter from Little Huckster, okay? That basically attached to it is a memo from Dr. Garcia, either uh, with the attachment from Cullen or from Cullen herself saying, this is what I recommend the board do. This is the action I recommend the board. So it's, a, I'm sorry, you know, you you take a medical oath, and you you directed those supervisors on your recommendations. Those supervisors, rightly, wrongly so, whatever took your advice, whatever the vote was, they acted on it because if of you what ask you any said of them, them, why did you make these some of these decisions? They go, Doctor Cullen recommended yes. us, our health experts. She's the medical expert, right? Okay, 
the, the talent and qualifications that Will Humble is slubbering over, that's what they're relying on to give themselves cover for bad decisions that, of course, called all of these horrible extra effects of extra deaths, extra suicides, businesses clothing, mental health in the toilet, loss of learning. It's all, they're blaming Dr. They're going to blame Dr. Cullen, right? And she just says, well, I didn't even really pay attention to the Board of Soups. I just sent out uh, memos. Yes. Literally, that's what she said to the, the, uh, the state committee. And you know, you and I both know Chuck, okay? And you know that he took the recommendation of those individuals serving in those capacities, whether it's director or Pima County, uh, uh, deputy administrator, whatever it is. Based on the recommendations of Dr. Garcia and Dr. Cullen. Chuck is not. A licensed healthcare professional. The board of supervisors are. He's not a know-it-all on everything. I don't know if you know that or not. Well, he may think so. Economic development, <laughs> roads, parks. I think Chuck. Public I health. actually, you know what though? I actually think Chuck would say, "Yep, nope, that's one area I am not an expert <laughs> in." <laughs> uh, let's get to. Um, I want to get to stiletto consulting because I never Ooh. thought I would say the word stiletto consulting. Now, is this for, you know, is this a sexy shoe deal that I'm missing here? Is this for... Well, I yeah. just think the word is, is appropriate for what's going on here because <laughs> think of a stiletto. What does it do? It's, it's, it's a thin it's, heel that just kind of pounds in the ground. It's also a right? knife. Yeah. <laughs> it, can be a, a, it can be a weapon of destruction, right? <laughs> okay. So this is agenda item 20. And it's a contract amendment for Stiletto Consulting. Now, the contract is right now at $95,000. We're going to be adding $10,000 to it. So what is this contract for? It is to update the Economic Development Strategic Plan. My notes here, as you see, are you kidding me? As we say in Wayne's <laughs> world, squeeze me, baking powder? Yeah. Okay. Two issues here. <laughs> yes. two, two issues here. Why? Why are we hiring an outside consulting company when we pay over $600,000 a year to Sun Corridor and we have an economic development department? Correct. Who should be doing the update on the strategic plan? I'm like, this is insane. So so how much work is the economic development department and, um, and Sun Corridor really doing to help develop a plan? Zero point zero ah thank you thank you, Dean thank you. <laughs> now here is the piece de resistance and and i'm going to keep doing this throughout the next two years katie 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 oh, no. get your boys down here because this was a direct select contract selection it did not go out to bid katie 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 oh, where it's up, are to, you? it's up to one hundred and five thousand. yes yes okay <laughs> come on katie get down here Okay, you want to complain about this at the state level? You take a look at what your Democrat-led cities are doing. They are doing the exact thing that you are saying Ducey did wrong. That is hypocrisy. It is a hypocritic stance taken by this new governor, and this needs to stop. So, you know, they already have uh, a young guy who's the economic development guy, Heath, right? Um, You know, a nice kid seems in over his head, right? And then they hired uh, Kelly Maslin, of course. You know, I call her Lavallo Jr. Um, she basically, her previous job is she was the uh, working for ASU to basically go to ch- rubber chicken lunches with Zach Yenser in the Chamber of Commerce. And so now somehow she moved over there. And then our, our very good friend and loser, John Winchester, took her spot over as the 
Oh, My, oh, as the play- Michael Crow representative to the rubber chicken uh, lunches. Oh, they played tiddlywinks. They did. <laughs> they <laughs> okay. did. So you know, the so tiddlywinkers. Okay. So between Heath and Kelly, there's got to be at least a quarter of a mil of oh, payroll, easy. maybe three hundred. Easy, easy. Right. Then I got Sun Corridor doing a mil. I mean, six hundred thousand. Mm, easy. And then uh, Switch Knife Consulting, Switchblade Consult, Stiletto, <laughs> stiletto. Consult. Sorry. <laughs> that was a major flop. Getting it. Okay. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Hundred thousand. So we have a million dollars going to human beings to develop an economic. A million, and we still cannot <laughs> figure out if one person got employed by any of the companies that Sun Quarter claims they got the five thousand two hundred and sixty jobs for. Right. Not one person. I'm not saying it hasn't been done. There just have been no answers given. It's uh, it's so again, and we're one of the worst. When it comes to economic development, we have to be one of the worst, you know, counties in the West for such things. And we're spending a million bucks Mm -hmm. on this crap. But, you know, and I do mean this in all sincerity. Katie, get your boys down here. Okay. (laughs) If you want to call Ducey out, we're going to call you out. And then we're going to have you call out Pima County. Because I'm, I'm sorry, Katie, but this is exactly what's going on. Let's go to break. I'm I'm going through the Pima County budget. I want to find how much we're spending on payroll and economic development right now. Oh, we have to do the behavioral insights contract. Oh, that's hot, too. That's a good one. Oh, this one's super hot. (laughs) This is, there's a segment of Pima County's population. Who's smart enough. Smart enough not to buy into their vaccine crap. And they're going to spend money to convince those people that they're basically nuts and they got to get it. This is called an indoctrination contract. (laughs) Wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. ESQ again, got a three-pack. That's three, which is a lucky number in many, many, many cultures. And at Rito Park Racetrack. The Trinity, as we like to say. That's what, and Trinity Spice, uh, the the Trinity and... uh, Cajun cooking. Correct. Right? So a three-pack of tickets to Rito Park, to the clubhouse, anytime during this meet, if you'd like to go, be my first caller, 520-790-2040, 520-790-2040, and you'll be going to the races. All right, one more segment with Dr. Filippo. Uh So I was looking, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look under these. So I looked at the... Uh, the, most of the uh, administration, the uh, economic development uh, departments, made up of payroll. Yeah. Right. So they're at there. There looks like a million, right over a million bucks is their 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 budget. We're giving the losers at Sun Corridor six fifty. About I think six oh five. I want to say. All right, let's call it six. We'll call it six hundred. Yeah. Right. So we have one point seven six to seven mil of payroll going into two entities and we have to pay Stiletto Consulting $105,000. And they're not even they're updating the economic development yes, plan? It says a strategic plan update. Now this is Jan, I'm sorry. Jan, 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 you pull this contract and board of supervisors, I hope to goodness you are lis- listening. There is absolutely no address on this contract, <laughs> nor on the attachment from Stiletto Consulting LTD saying where and who these people are. However, Student D. Simone, <laughs> let's see what you pulled up on the web. So Stiletto Consulting address, it looks like the same uh, font and everything from the Stiletto I pulled up before. They're uh, 10 Knowledge Park Drive, beautiful name, uh, Suite 110, very important, uh, Fredericton, North Brunswick, Canada. 
What in the world? <laughs> if in fact this is the same company, what in the world are we doing issuing a contract? And let me say this. I'd like to know what funds you're using to pay this contract. Oh, let's see what we have here. So, okay. I, I, I mean, so I, I, when I, if Stiletto Consulting really is in Canada. It's from right. the general fund. Right. Okay. What I would love about this is, remember how much they all cried about Hud Bay being a Canadian company? You know, coming in and raping our, our desert with mining. Yeah, that bad Canadian company. <laughs> it's okay if they, uh, after 1.6 mil, they update our, <laughs> that oh, we can't do. I bet I know why they did this. Mm. Little Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> Adelita's hero. Yes, uh, yes. She'd love to close, she'd love to freeze your bank account. Anyway. <laughs> now, speak, speaking of little Adelita, let's go through this, okay? We got about six minutes, but this is huge. Oh, this I love is, this. This is absolutely Disgusting. Let me say that again. Disgusting. Oh, that's even worse. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Agenda item 21, the behavioral insights contract. Let me just tell you, let me read from the agenda item report what this is about. This is, got to pay attention here. This is good. This is a contract to the Behavioral Insights, Inc., doing business as Behavioral Insights Team. <laughs> And it says here, the Pima County Health Department is interested in improving uptake of COVID-19 vaccines in Pima County among, are you ready, Hispanic Latina women. Pima County Health Department has been working with the community partner, Miranda Health Center, to identify and address barriers faced by their clients in accessing, understanding, and acting upon COVID-19 information. The health department has worked with two contractors to learn from consumers what these barriers are and pilot potential solutions. Therefore, this behavioral insights team is going to be responsible for providing expertise to assess health behavior changes in the system, the design and evaluation of the pilot program so the effectiveness of the project can be determined. You know what that means? We got to get those Hispanic and Latino women vaccinated because they are not taking the vaccination. Pima County Health Department, did you ever stop to ask why the Latina and Hispanic women do not want to be vaccinated? I talk to them all the time. I think it's poison. Yes, they do not want that. That's exactly what the, the, the ladies I've talked to. Yes. I think it's poison. Hands down. Hands down. They do. They, it's not a matter of misinformation. These people know full well what's going on. So think about this. Is What they're saying is the Latinos, Latinas, are an ignorant group yes. of savages who don't know any better. Just That's disgusting. what they're saying by this. Just disgusting in that we yes, yes, must Matt. Anybody who's wanted a vaccine for well over, well, for over a year now. Two years? Two when, years. When was it available? It was available this time in 2021. Correct. Yes. You can, you can, if you can go if to the if grocery If they're not on it now, they ain't doing it. Yes. But the idea is they're underestimating and insulting the Latina uh, women of this, this community Amen. by saying you're a bunch of dumb, dumb, basically uh, Hispanic rednecks who don't know who any you, better. You don't know any better. We're going to tell you what you need to do, and this is what you Amen. need to do. I I think this is just, this is hypocrisy. You know how we opened it on the aspect of discussing hypocrisy. This is the ultimate example of hypocrisy. Imagine if Chris, the radio show host, said, "You know, Latina women are too ignorant to go to understand blank." Oh, let's get right? Don they, Lemon out they here. They would they would they would crucify me rightly. Yeah. yeah, they can do it as a whole government, and it's cool. Yes. 
So it's just, it's disgusting how they couch this under ma- making it look like under a smoke it's like, screen. It's like Don Lemon's in charge of uh, health policy at Pima <laughs> yeah. County. Now, hey, hey, maybe he'll get on the national search let's list. Let's take this to <laughs> an even more comedic level. So our Stiletto Consulting got me thinking about the address of this company we're hiring to do this. The Canadian address. All right, that's for Stiletto. Did you see okay. where Behavioral Insights oh, is from? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. this is perfect for a guy like me. We have to hire the Behavioral Insights, doing DBA Behavioral Insights team, one dock, 72-way, south floor, seventh floor, suite 08-114 in, thank Jesus, Brooklyn, Brooklyn New York. New York. <laughs> what in the world are we doing? Yeah, we understand the Latino women, and we know how to talk to them about the vaccine. Well, not only that, here's the project. It's, it's called Behavioral Economics Design for Health Literacy Project. Excuse me, <laughs> but I believe that the Hispanic and Latino women know exact. They don't need some hyped-up, bogus literacy project to tell them they don't want this in their body. Hiring people from Brooklyn, Brooklyn. New York... To educate Latina women about, Latinas about vaccines. I mean, is this a Mighty Python skit? Yes. Hey, uh, come over here. Hey, I can see these two guys like in a tent, right? Over on like uh, Speedway and Grande. Hey, come over here. Hey, we're going to make you an offer you can't refuse about the vaccine. Hey, Gino, Rocco, talk to Lapita about a vaccine over here, huh? Yes. I mean, uh, I, you I, couldn't make that up. I, I, I mean, it, it makes you look at it and it's as if they're saying Hispanic and Latino women are incapable of thinking for themselves. They are incapable if we were tr- of determining if, if, what if we were, can If we were somehow body. tripping on hallucinogenics, both of you, we couldn't come up with the scenario of hiring, hiring bros from Brooklyn, yeah. right, <laughs> well, to go inform Latinas about vaccines. Remember... Is our Constitution colorblind or what? That's what the Dems said. Hey, it's uh, this hypocrisy you're talking about, Joanne. You don't know what you're talking about, huh? But all people of color are the same color, right? According to them. Get your vaccines or we're going to break your face. Yes. Hey, thanks for a nice time. Okay, great. Thank you so much. See you Monday. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Dr. D. Filippo. Remember, this meeting starts in uh, an hour. Yes. Wake up. Gap Ministries and Brother Joe coming up.